We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell, tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goldberg, yes. touchdown, Detroit Lions. DJ Hawkinson, yes. they did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Spotify Green Room. I am your host, Tyler. This is sponsored by the Blue Warrior Network. I got my two boys, as always. Malcolm Peer, how are you boys doing today? I am doing great. How are you? Well, bro, I got to say something. We are officially in regular season mode. Let's go. We are. This is my second time talking to you today. <laughs> we did the pregame, obviously. We're here talking postgame. Let's get right into it. But first, let's introduce Malcolm. Oh, my gosh. Finally, Mr. Hart has come back to Spotify Green Room. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I'm thinking about this. I want to come up with the whole intro. I want to, I want to be like a Jim Ross. Okay, okay, cool. okay. I want, to be, I, 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 I want to give Malcolm a whole WWE <laughs> interest one day. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's go, man. That will be, be dope. Tonight's not going to be that night. No, not tonight. But, but maybe like to roll into the regular season, we might have something fire. Woo! We'll see. We'll see. Let's go. <laughs> we'll see. You know I'm all for it, man. Okay. Um. Wow. It feels weird, guys. Well, we're officially covering the last preseason game in 2021. We've officially covered all three preseason games. So not yet, but after this, we'll have officially covered all three preseason games. And... Like Pierre said to start the show, we're in regular season mode. Uh, I mean, it still doesn't real feel. It doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel real. So, all right, uh, let's get right into this game. Uh, Lions, Colts, Ford Field. They wrapped the preseasons. The Lions fall again in the preseason, and now their their official record in the preseason 2021 was 0-3. Um, I wouldn't panic yet because and you remember in 2008 when the Lions went 0-16, they went 0-1, or they went 4-0. So, I hey, did. So, so maybe it's reverse psychology. You know, you, you, you lose every game in the preseason. You win every game in the regular season. So maybe so are, the are Lions will be the first 17-0 and 0 team. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Maybe. Maybe. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, yeah. Speak yeah. into existence. Let's go. Let's speak yeah. into existence. 17-0, and 0, baby. 17-0. So, Tyler, <laughs> should, should I go online on BetOnline AG or whatever and pull, like, $1,000 on lines winning the Super Bowl? I mean, I wouldn't. If you use... do that, you you win like a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, I would I wouldn't put my name behind it. If you but... put a thousand dollars on that, you'll win like a hundred thousand dollars, bro. Bro, I'd lose. I think I mean, like if, if that happened, if that happened, I think you you'll win. You should deserve. I think like dollars. the is the payout is so high. Like you could put like five dollars, and your payout amount might be like eight hundred dollars. Damn, it should be yeah. more than eight hundred dollars. If you're putting seventeen, if you put five dollars. No, no, I'm saying no. I think is um for a Lions Super Bowl win. If you put like five dollars, it's like you, you, the payout is like 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 eight hundred. Yeah, I mean, you, you should be making six figures. I, I feel like if you, if you're betting the Lions to go seventeen and 0, I know you said the Super Bowl, but if the Lions go seventeen and zero, you should be making six figures. I don't care how much money you bet. 
that's just me personally. But all right, yeah. now let's get into it. Lions last preseason game. Lions versus Colts. Let's start off with some guys who maybe you know look good for you. Maybe some guys they didn't look good for you. Maybe some guys where you're double thinking now. We're like, hey. Um, this guy could actually make the team where you didn't have expectations like that before. Or maybe it was like, hey, I think this guy can make the team. And today proved he's not going to make this team. I'll start off with you, Malcolm. Who was that one guy for you? Godwin. Uh, go to boogie, uh, go, 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 uh, I can't say his last name. I tried. <laughs> can't say his last name. Okay, yeah, but oh, we like to call him the former safety from Northwestern. The former like safety. <laughs> the former safety. He played well, and I think he actually performed better than Jefferson actually in this game. So that I think I think they're gonna have a really tough time with that running back room and exactly what they're gonna do. Yeah, I, I think overall the running backs. You know, I, I think we saw the depth chart today. I think we saw the true depth chart. I don't think it was any smoke or any you know BS. I think we saw the legitimate depth chart of the order of the running backs that came into the game. So. Obviously, Swift and Williams didn't play this game, so they're the lock for one and two. But Jefferson started the game, and Jefferson had some nice moments, dude. I thought you could arguably you know, make him the player of the game. I thought he looked really good, and I think he locked up that third running back spot. That sure one did. wasn't as much of a shock. Now, getting into a guy that you know we haven't really talked about too much, and I'm just going to call him the former safety from Northwestern. Um, I mean, we got to get this name. We got to get this name. We got to get, get this name, name right. We got to get yeah, this we name. Gotta, <laughs> we got to get this hey name. Guys, right. that's what I was doing. It's Igwai by UK. Igwagabute. Ig? Ig? Ibak? Can we call him Iggy? Um, How about we just call him the, the former safety? <laughs> the former safety from Northwestern. <laughs> I like oh, that. That's how you pronounce it. Hold on. I like the former safety from Northwestern. <laughs> There's a former safety. The former safety from right Northwestern. Go ahead. So if you look at the comments, it's right there. Igwai. Igwai. Buke. Buke. Igwai Buke. Igwai Buke. I feel wrong saying this. I'm uh, still saying the former safety from Northwestern. Let's call him the former safety from Northwestern. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be honest. That's not respectful. Let's just call him by his name. It's more disrespectful me trying to say his name. Yeah, it's more disrespectful me trying to say, say his name because I botched it up so bad. I just told you it's Godwin Igwai by UK. I'm, call him Godwin. Call him Godwin. We're not. I can't say it this. All right, all right, you say Godwin. All right, fine. <laughs> but okay, enough with his name. Call man. him. We could call him GI. I still like former safety from Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of the guy's name, though. <laughs> he looked good, though, today. He looked good. He was the second running back to enter the game. It wasn't Craig Reynolds. But Craig Reynolds jumped, I think, in the depth chart in front of Dedrick Mills. And, you know, I, I thought, you know, with the former safety from Northwestern, I thought he had a good game. And if the Lions decide to carry four running backs, I think he won the job. Now it's going to come down to the Lions, do they want to carry four running backs or three? That's a decision. It it could be an interesting decision, depending on what else they want to do with the rest of this roster. Um, But I think we saw what we needed to see. And and I I feel pretty confident saying that uh, Godwin, the former safety from Northwestern, um, has won the fourth running back spot if they decide to go that route. So uh, Craig Reynolds, you know, that was a guy I feel like we were all predicting, you you know, yesterday. I feel like he didn't do enough today to, to win that job and to make the 53. So I think Godwin stepped in today, and I think if they decide to go four, I think he's the guy. And then Dedrick Mills seemed like he just kind of fell down the depth chart slowly as the preseason gone on. And it's not right. really a knock on his game. It's just there was a lot of guys in the depth chart and a lot of guys that stepped up. And unfortunately, Dedrick Mills just – didn't really make enough noise to, I think, make the 53. Maybe he's a candidate if he can clear waivers to to make the practice squad. That, and that's very possible. But I, I think Malcolm choosing Godwin, I like that one a lot because that wasn't a guy we had much expectation for. At least I didn't. Yeah, me neither. Let me ask you, man. Yeah. Do you think um, one of these guys, like, are they? do you think they'll be able to put both of these guys on the practice squad, or or, or maybe just going to be one of these guys. Are you saying with Reynolds and uh, 
So if, if, Reynolds, if Reynolds and Mills do not make the team, do you think they both make the practice squad or maybe just one of them is going to make the practice squad? I'll say this. I think five overall running backs from what we saw in camp will be within this organization. So within the 53, I think we definitely got three. And I think that's obviously Swift, Williams. I think Jefferson got that third spot. I think if they decide to carry four, I think it will be Godwin if he makes it. But if he doesn't make mm. it and if he clears waivers, I think Godwin and Reynolds would be on the practice squad. So I think five overall guys will be within the organization. I don't think all six will. The tables has turned. That's crazy. It's crazy. One game. Look how the tables has turned in just one game. Right. We're just all over Reynolds. Yeah. And then now in one game, we're saying that he may not make it and it may go to God- Godwin. That's yeah. that's insane. And that's that's crazy how this last preseason game could just – Flip the table around just in, in an instant. That is crazy. It wasn't just because of when Godwin, you know, what he did in the game. I, I look at it when he came into the game. He was ahead of Craig Reynolds coming yeah. into the game. That's why I'm giving him the edge right now. Yeah, he was. And I think that's important. He was. And I think he was better on special teams as well. He was. And, and, and so, kick, kick returning. Oh, guys, I got returning. breaking news. The Lions are preparing <laughs> for Tim Boyle to be out for a while with a thumb injury. Ooh. Oh, shit. So look out for another quarterback potentially for the Lions within you know on Tuesday when we see some waived quarterbacks. Well, he said severity is unknown, but he'll be out. Um, he'll be out for a little bit. So David Blau will be QB two entering the season. Could you imagine we bring back Chase Daniels? I'll be so pissed. He's, he's on the Chargers. No, no, they're not. Bringing I know Chase that. Daniel back here. I'm saying like, what if Chase Daniels got cut because he's a third? They're not going to the bring team. him. They're not going to bring him back. If Chase Daniel, if Chase Daniel comes back on this football team. No, the Lions should go young. The Lions oh should go Lord. young. Maybe like a Jordan Tiamu on the practice squad or something. If the Lions go, oh Chase yeah, Dan, they should just bring him back. Yeah, they could. They could do that. That make that. Makes I like sense. him. Yeah, he, he has some athleticism. Like obviously, he's a work in progress. But he was a XFL player, right? Yeah, yeah. XFL. I remember yep. him in XFL. He was fun to watch in XFL. I believe Battlehawks. Battlehawks. Yep, yep. The Battlehawks. They were they were a fun team in the XFL. Their fans stood behind them. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Overall, I, I think Godwin was a good one. But Pierre, who, who was a guy that maybe you didn't expect to have a good game or expect to maybe make this 53? Hey, and now he kind of turned your head and said, hey, he might make it now. Who was I think for? Brock Wright outplayed Elise Mack. I did too. That's, I wasn't really expecting that today. And I also believe AJ Parker locked down like the name. There was any questions coming in today, he locked that spot down. That's his starting role entering the season. I really believe that. I think Brock Wright, too, you know, kind of just going on with Godwin. Brock Wright started this game at tight or No, no, it was Darren Fell, sorry. And then Brock Wright came in to relieve for Darren Fell. So you got to look at all when these guys came into the game, especially in this third preseason game. I think that's a big telling of I'm, the depth chart, you know, how, how it yeah. is and how the coaching staff looks at it. And if those guys could step up when they get the opportunity, if they're getting, called in, if they're getting their name called early, you might have an edge over them, which – I think Brock Wright had a nice catch in the game, and he was ahead of Mac on the depth chart as far as in this game. So that looks like yep. it was something slowly that's happened because Mac looked like he was tight on three for a while, but going into today's game, it was Brock Wright. So uh, maybe um, Brock Wright now has the edge. Another thing I noticed was Tom Kennedy played, but he like barely played. So I'm guessing right now he's a lock for now. Yeah, I, I think so as lock well. Lock him in. You know, it was yeah. a guy from a guy for me that really. Is making me question the decision now, and I and I might put him on my roster predictions when we do our next episode. Um, it's Geronimo Allison. I, I thought yeah. Geronimo Allison had a, a sneaky good game. I think he's had a sneaky preseason kind of, and even during the broadcast, uh, uh, Brandon Godin mentioned a Dan Campbell quote uh, during the week when saying, "You know, Gmo's just kind of been that guy who's been working quietly, like not too many people are talking about Gmo right now." You know, he's a veteran. He has experience in this league. He started in this league before with the Packers. You know, Gmo's kind of just one of those sneaky players who who, end up, who who could end up making this team. I wouldn't be completely shocked on it. And I, I honestly might put him in my, my 53-man predictions. I thought mm. personally, I thought personally today with Brashad Perriman's performance, he was a guy that I originally had on my 53. But with two drops and Campbell mentioning, you know, a week ago saying how he just hasn't really done much. I, I think Perriman could be out the doors now. I, I think I really believe that now. I know you guys have been saying that, but I, I think I I believe that now, and I think Jimo could take that spot potentially. That yeah. That's crazy. 
when I heard like the thing when they said on the broadcast that Gmo's like, okay, this is interesting. Yeah. So I, I think Gmo's a guy I look out for. And Brashad Perriman, he didn't do himself any favors today. I, I don't think he did himself any favors oh, no, today. No, he did it. Might as well just get a box, package it. In. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. This is terrible. Um, well, something to keep a note of, too. We talked about this yesterday on the prediction show. I could see Boyle making the original 53-man roster and then place him in IR, and then they get someone else. Yeah. Very big possibility. Um, we, yeah, because IR is only three weeks. No, that's the rule. So we got a Dan Campbell quote speaking about the former safety from Northwestern, Godwin. Uh, he said he's out there waving a massive flag trunk. He wants a job. So he, he went out of his way to mention Godwin's performance from today, too. I love so. how honest Campbell is. He doesn't say, oh, I got to go back, check the film, like the preview. Like, this deal straight up says it. Like, he'll tell you if you're good, if you're bad. He's honest with the media, too. He yeah. sugarcoat anything or, like, that's, that's, competitive that's, that's advantage, Patriot way stuff. You know what I mean? He doesn't like, it's not stuff. all good, you know? Like, even he mentioned Bashad Perriman. Like, he just hasn't done anything for me. Yeah. He's got he's got to really prove it. Yep. So I know exactly what Pencilhead would have said. Got to coach him better. We gotta, we gotta, I got to coach him better. We got we to gotta play better. I gotta look back in the film room and see what we did wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I want to go on to this defensive line because this was a question that we had. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yesterday, and we had before the game, and that's Nick Williams. So Nick Williams did end up playing this game like we expected to. He started this game. What would you guys see from Nick Williams? Do you think he ends up making this team or he doesn't make this team if he had to make the call right now? Sir, off with you, Peter. I didn't see much from him, but he was there and he didn't play a lot. So I'm guessing right now he's also a lock. I think I'm going to put him back in. There wasn't a guy that really stepped up in his position, too, because – you were Bruce met- Hector and Miles Brown were not there. Those that's like my guy and your guy. They were not good yeah. today. You were mentioning Bruce Hector, like to maybe yep. step into that fifty-three man. He just wasn't good enough, man. He he wasn't good today. He was getting moved around. The run defense in that second half. I mean, it was it was disgusting. The the run defense in the first half was nice, but in the second half, that's it, it was bad. Starting with Miles Brown, starting off with Bruce Hector, Julian Aquara didn't do a really good job containing the edge. It wasn't a great performance in the second half from the defensive line, but in the first half you saw some you saw some flashes. You know when you saw McNeil playing, you saw Anzarike play a little more. Uh, Austin Bryant, Charles Harris, I thought those guys were good. Kevin Strong, fifty-five. Derek Barnes, 55. yeah, linebacker, yeah. Derek Barnes, fifty-five. Yeah, I, I think Derek Barnes. I, I think we like. He is what he I'm is. Man. A jersey. I'm, I'm going to order a jersey, man. I'm just going to say that. I'm, I'm going to order a jersey. We know what Derek Barnes That's is now, guy. man. Like Derek Barnes is is that guy. He's that guy. That's my yeah the, yeah he, he yeah. I'm, I told you I'm buying a jersey. That's my guy. Now, do you guys think Derek Barnes regarding Tavai? He was still with the first team today. You guys think he's going to make the roster? That was interesting. Oh my lord. That's where I'm kind of hard on because uh, like uh, Tyler, what are your thoughts on um on Tavai? He actually play, he didn't play bad today. Where's my mic? He actually did it. Where's my mic? I, I, this is probably his best. This is probably his best preseason game. Absolutely not. He's absolutely there, not. There was a play mm-hmm. where he could have got a sack. He hesitated a little from the play action. Yeah. But th- if th- he that, didn't that hesitate, as, he would have had the sack. Pressure. That counts as a pressure. I know, so but he like he, 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 he didn't, didn't get the pressure. sack though. He, no, he, he hesitated. And then the end of the big play too. Oh, Barnes will take that guy's off. He'll take his head Barnes, off. Barnes, yeah, Barnes. That, 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 that was a sack. 
Even if Barnes hesitated, he has to speak to make up for it. Tavai doesn't. So how do you guys feel about Tavai? Did did he did he do enough to make the roster even as a backup? Even as in bad my, as his linebacking core, I still don't think he made it. In my opinion, no. But the Lions just don't have anyone like we talked about. Tavante Beckham, and Anthony Pittman. They made some plays, but they also got some bad plays out there. So like, I don't really know like who so takes who that does, spot. Who does he make this roster over? You think you take like I, like like a Reese Mavens? No, I think Jalen is. I think Jalen is. Um, he's a lock. He's a lock. Then yeah. if Jalen's a lock, then and Derek Barnes is a lock. Unless you're carrying five inside linebackers, I don't think Tobias going to make the team. Then you're probably going to carry five, but I just don't think that fifth guy's in this organization right now. At the current that's moment, that's fair. That's fair. There's this kid from the Saints. I forgot his name. I was watching the Saints the other day. Kid flashed. There's going to be someone. I, I don't think yeah. Tobias did enough oh, in this name, in, in this preseason, and I don't think these young guys did enough. A Pittman. Did he even, did he even make a tackle in this game? Let's, let's take a look. What did Who? Tavai do? Tavai? I don't think he had a tackle. Tavai has he had an assist. Assist, okay. So we got Why is he starting? Why is he out there starting? No, I expected that. I expected you did? that. I mean who else would they put? Barnes. Well Barnes. Why played. is he starting over Derek Barnes? I am I'm flabbergasted. We, I don't get oh, yeah. it. We Guys, know I'll what Barnes that tight end's name. I mean that, that linebacker's name, Winton McManus. Just keep an eye on him. Comes from New Orleans. He's had a really no, good training camp for them. Th- that's the guy? You, do you think he's not going to make the roster or something? Yeah, I don't think he's going to make the roster. I mean, I, I was, like, following. I, I like, I searched him up a little, and the New Orleans B-Riders, like, this guy's popping everywhere, but the Saints are so deep at linebacker, they might not even make it. Oh, that's terrible. I feel bad for the guy. Um, no, you can let go, on another team. Go, I, I know that. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll be sarcastic. Going back to Dubai. <laughs> um, man. It's, it's like, I... I I know you said you, you you expect him to start, but why did you expect him to start, Tyler? Okay, uh, Anzalone's not playing. Um, no. Jamie Collins is not going to play. Derek Barnes was going to play, but like, like well, we know what Derek Barnes is at this point, and, and Derek Barnes played a lot today too. So, like, I don't know. I know what Barnes is. I guess you could have said Reeves. Maybe, Reeves maybe played some defense too today, I believe. So, I mean, who else do you got? Tavante Beckett was not going to start over him. You're not going to start Anthony Pittman over him. I mean, shoot, they've been better if you ask me. I, I thought we were going to see Tavai late. I didn't think I didn't think I was going to see him starting again. I think they wanted to give him I another saw, chance I was like, to I see. Said, I, said, I said again. <laughs> I saw him out there early. I was like, again, he's out there again. What? The I thought we might see him on? like a lot. I thought like we were going to like maybe give him some yeah. like Julian Aquara time. Yeah, you, you you said he was like, yeah, we're going to see him all game. I, I got scared when you said that, but shoot, <laughs> we damn near saw him all game. <laughs> I thought we were going to see like a Julian Aquara performance, like where he's going to just be playing a lot. Yeah. Yo, I mean, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, Pierre, Pierre, what about your – He's no, he has no chance. With who? That, with that performance today, uh, your, your boy, Tavai. Uh, so all right, stop. Um, <laughs> you think like – Is he going like, to the is moon? This is this it for Tavai? Like – did he I do enough so. to make the team? I don't think he did enough. Um, I don't. I don't know. Like, I just don't see it with him. And even today, like, you could have said he played well, but they didn't really go at him. Like, the Colts were just—I don't know how to say—they didn't really target the middle of the field, did they? Like, they didn't really attack him or go towards him. He Not was really. just there, like doing his job. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I, I was trying to, you know, I was keeping an eye on him because, like, all right, let's I see was too, to be honest. Andrew's made him. Like, I didn't really was, see um, nothing, like, bad about them today. Exactly. Like, but I didn't see nothing good coverage, either. It's like they didn't it, do much. Yeah, because exactly, in coverage, you know, he was with the running back and they, he had good coverage on the running back. They didn't throw it to him, but the coverage was there. He played well. For the first time, I mean, I don't get to say that too often about Tavai. Yeah, I, I don't think what? our whole perception should change on Tavai after one game, though. No, hell no. <laughs> like, I mean, this is like an ongoing thing for two years now. Like, I don't think it should just I, – I don't know. I don't think it makes the team. So you still don't give him a puncher's chance? No. No. Um, I want to get into, a like, a position battle that I thought was interesting. Charles Harris, Austin Bryant, and I, – I mean, I think Joey Nacuaro makes the team, but he was playing really late. And he didn't really have the best game today. What are your thoughts on those three guys? I thought Austin Bryant was phenomenal today. He played. He, played, he played awesome today. He played his he ass played off. Awesome. He sure did. 
I think you locked his spot today. Yeah. Do you guys think Okwara is safe? I personally do just because he's young and he has upside. Yeah. But he still has a lot of work to do. Campbell's words about Aquara seeing how he could think he could be a superstar and like he's high on ninety nine. He's really high on ninety nine. So yeah. I, I don't I don't see them moving off on him. Um I don't know what the role will be for him going into the season. Third down. Yeah, like it's gonna be it's gonna be a small role for him. It's gonna be like maybe ten to twenty percent of the snaps, I would say. Percentage wise, going you know into the regular season, start it mm-hmm. off at least, and maybe yeah. it could slowly get better as the season goes on, and maybe those percentages could go up. And if there's an injury or something like that; those percentages could could go up as well. Yeah, he's still like, oh, I feel like the, the dude he played in week one, the right tackle he played or the left tackle was kind of weak. He struggled like today. I I was telling you that guy, like I like I didn't think what he was doing week one. I know he was getting this, like he was getting stuff done, but like. He wasn't displaying any pass rush moves. It was just a straight speed rush. And, like, that's cool. I'll work in college. I'll work at probably versus third team guys in the preseason. But, like, when we start to get some real, like, offensive tackles, I mean, your speed only takes you so far. you got to have some type of pass rush move as well. And I, I, I yeah, feel like I'm we haven't you. seen that yet from Aquara. Uh, yep. I think with him right now, he's, he's, um, he's getting burnt by, like, the, the, the running game. Oh yeah, because he's over pursuing. Yeah. So he's got to learn, like how to balance. You know, committing to the run, to the pass. Um, you know, so you won't get burned like that. But I think he's, he, it's something that's gonna take over time. He's just gonna learn, and I think as far as how they're gonna use him, I think they're gonna strictly use him on third and longs, where they know yeah. it's gonna be a passing down, and he can just now have to think about a running play. He can just you know just go after the quarterback. And honestly, I, I blame this on Notre Dame because that's how Notre Dame plays. I mean, the competition they play, they don't play versus like these premium offensive tackles. So they're used to just using their speed. I thought even a prospect that we saw in this year's draft, Jason Oway, he got drafted by the Ravens. Like he was oh, another yeah. one of those guys, like just not much of a pass rush move, but his athletic ability is so special. And I think it's the same thing with Aquara. Like I think these guys could be good players, but it's going to take time yeah. because they don't like – they haven't practiced, like, raw. you know, pass rush moves. They're raw. Yeah, they're really raw. Yeah. But they have all the traits to be such good players. And I think that's where yeah. Aquara is right now, too. Yeah. And he missed a lot of last year. And he was with a very crappy coach. So <laughs> it didn't really benefit right. him, you know? Yeah, it didn't. So, you know, I, I would be patient with Aquara. I think he definitely makes a team. I'm not concerned about that. But I would take time. I would take time with him. You know, I wouldn't panic with him just yet. Um, we'll see. We'll see how the development goes with Julian. So, if you had to pick one after tonight, Austin Brown or Charles Harris, who are you guys taking? Take Austin. This is a no-brainer. This is a no-brainer. Yeah, me too. Austin Bryant for me this too as well. No-brainer. Yeah, Austin yeah. Bryant. And it's not even a knock to Charles Harris because I thought he actually no, it's been, not. He, he, he was good too. in the preseason, man. He was good in the whole preseason, all three games. I yeah, I could, both them. I could see both making it. I was, yeah, I was about to say that. I, I was going to say this. You know, we just talked about Julian Aquara's really raw ability right now. Would yeah. you guys be shocked if they carry, you know, these four guys of Romeo, Trey, uh, Bryant, and Charles, and maybe, just maybe, this might be crazy, but you make Julian Aquara a healthy scratch for a little bit and let him develop? Why not? I thought you I thought you'd say something scary as hell, like cut him and put no, him in no, the practice no, no. squad. No, no, no. I was okay, about to so, say, have you lost your goddamn mind? No, no, no. So you let Aquara develop in practice, just don't really give him much of a role maybe the first month of the NFL season or, you know, whenever he's ready, they think. But maybe, like, week one, I don't think Julian's ready right now to play, potentially. Julian? I mean, he's not going to start. He damn sure not ready to start. No, no, no. Start but, maybe, but, but maybe, you know, that 10 to 20% we were just talking about Julian, maybe give that to Charles for a little bit. Could be. And then maybe you, you release Charles Harris when Jason Cornell is back from suspension list because that's another guy they can use. It depends, like, who's producing and stuff, too. Like, you don't yeah, want to release no. a guy who's producing. No, no, yeah. I'm just talking hypothetically right now, basically. I'm going to be yeah. honest, guys. I've been impressed with Cornell. He's coming off a torn Achilles. Really hard to come by. Seventh-round pick from last year. He's looked really good this year. Yeah, he has. I think he's going to make this team after suspension. Oh, yeah. Like, I think he's going to have a 53, and that's going to be another decision down the line. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't be against it, you know, if they carry those four guys and maybe they just slowly, you know, bring Julian along. 
and when well, they think he's ready, bring him in. Have him as a healthy scratch? I mean, he's still on the team. I don't care. Yeah, no, he's going to be on the 53. No problem. That's, that's not a problem. Yeah, but as far as maybe not okay. giving him a role necessarily to start the right season. Right now? Give him a role? Not give him a role? I don't... That's fine with me. I don't care. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I thought I thought you would give me more of a, a dirty answer. <laughs> no, no, no. Not, not regarding this. I mean, he's... Like, you got to think about it. Even if he does play, like, what's what's the percentage of snaps he's going to take? You said, like, maybe I'd say 10 to 20. Yeah, 10 to 20. That's not, that's not a lot. I mean, it's if you're going to make yeah. him a healthy scratch, that, that's fine. Let him develop. Okay. Okay. All right. I want to get into another battle that we saw today, and that's the cornerback position. You guys were both, you know, pretty, you know, confident in Nicole Roby Coleman making this 53-man roster. I'm interested. Are you guys still conf- as confident as you guys were yesterday? Uh, as far as Nicole Roby Coleman making this 53 right now? No. No. Malcolm? No. He didn't, yeah, he didn't uh, do nothing. He didn't do nothing. Here's another thing, too, that kind of uh, – so Campbell just talked to the media previously, and he said on the suddenly slack corner competition, Campbell said Lions don't have a guy that has outside versatility or a great special teamer at that spot, making decision tougher. Okay, so – so it looks like they don't even view Mike Ford as a nickel anymore. He's an outside yeah, corner. Just a, just, just a backup outside. And it looks like they don't think Parker, Roby Coleman, or Elder could play on special teams either. Isn't Elder known for special teams ability, or that's what he was known for at least? I have no idea. Um, I think he was more known for it. seems like Campbell doesn't trust him it's with special teams. They don't trust these guys. Okay, so that's interesting. I think that brings up a question. How many of these guys do you bring on? I think Parker makes it. I think Ford makes it. But do they do some yeah. more shakeup, maybe, potentially? As far Hodge as free makes agents? It. Maybe they yeah, roll like with a family, few yeah. corners. Maybe they roll with a few corners, right? And so then um, claim a guy. Or... Four right now? We counted four right now? So you have your starters? Oh, five. We counted five. We counted five. So we counted Akuda, AO, Parker, Iffy, and Mike Ford. That's five right there. Yes. Maybe they bring one more from the guys they got within their organization between Elder or Roldy Coleman. Or they bring a guy that has maybe more versatility if that's in free agency. That's Quentin Dunbar potentially if he's cleared. Maybe. I don't know. Because I don't think Jerry yeah. Jacobs did enough too to make the team either. I think Jacobs is a good practice squad candidate. I agree. I like him as a practice squad player. Develop him slowly. Potentially next year he could turn into like our Mike Ford or something. You know what I mean? I mean – that would for, be cool. for me, Corn yeah. Elder had a he had, he had a pretty good game today. He, he did, did, but AJ Parker had a really good game too. Oh, yeah, and Parker's AJ, ahead of him on the depth AJ, chart. AJ Parker, AJ Parker's already a lock. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I'm not even worried about that. I'm talking about, I'm right now. I'm thinking about the, this last corner, the, the, the sixth guy. I think, I think they're gonna carry six. I think the, the sixth guy I'm, I'm worried about. Well, I, between, I think is sorry, sorry to cut you off, but I think the more interesting fun. thing is. Um, now that they don't view Mike Ford as that versatile option that we believed, I think you've got to get someone who can play both, both the nickel and outside. Because if they don't view Ford as that guy, who is that guy? I think they still. I think I think Ford can still be that guy. He could, but it, but Campbell them, basically just said like he's not a slot guy anymore. Yeah, like they didn't even address him in the nickel corner anymore. Yeah, he he. he I don't think he took any snaps in the preseason. Who? Did, did he go in the first? He game started off. He started off as a nickel. Week the, the, one first game, the, Bills. He, the, yeah. the first game, first game, first he was a nickel corner. Yeah, okay. he was starting nickel. But yeah, the second game, he didn't get any snaps. And the third game, he didn't get any snaps either. Yeah, he was only strictly outside, and he was up and down today. I thought he was good in coverage. He was just honestly he was just making the play at the end. Wasn't you know being able to get his hand down and make the pass break up, but he was there in coverage. I think they have enough outside corners. They do. I think they're straight in the outside. So you got a Cuda yeah, so you AO. A, you need a guy inside. Yeah. So you got a Cuda AO, uh, Melifamu, Mike Ford. That's four right there. So yeah. If, if he could play nickel, but I don't think he's ready. I think right now they just want to keep him on out the outside. But like part of his like the reason why people were excited about him is he could play safety, he could play nickel, he could play outside. Yeah, um, good versatility. But he needs some time to do that because. I think AG or Pleasant, I forgot who it was. They said they were testing him on different little spots. He was struggling. So they just moved him to the outside for now. Well, we say it all the time that outside of quarterback, we think cornerback's the hardest position to transition to the NFL. Yeah. And he's young. He's really young and raw. But the ability is there for sure. Yeah. 
He's flashed a lot during preseason. A lot better than I expected. I've said that multiple times. I agree with that. He's been a lot better than I expected, as early in the process as we are. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, So we talked about corners. We talked about the defensive line. We talked about linebackers. That only leaves the safety position left. I think we were all in agreement that this is a pretty easy decision. There's not really many guys pushing that position right now. Um, I thought Dean Marlowe had a pretty solid game. CJ Moore had a nice breakup at some point during this game. Tracy and Will both didn't play this game, so I think that locks the starters with Walker yep. and, and Harris. Marlowe that was and Moore. interesting. I would yeah. have played them, to be honest. Same with the corners, but I get it. Yeah, I mean, they didn't really have premium receivers out there today, the Colts, so, I mean... I don't know. I was okay with resting a Kudo and AO. No, that's fine to rest them. I just feel like they need more reps, though. I think, young, the safety, I think the safeties could use some more reps because Walker and Harris both had not the greatest games. Not that Akuda had a good game last week either, but um, I wouldn't have been shocked or I wouldn't have been disappointed if they played Walker or Harris a little bit today, too. Yeah. So um, the safety position's locked. So you got the four. None of those other guys really stepped up. I think Jalen Elliott, if they, if they really want special teams, maybe like they're nice thinking play. about that extra corner and they bring in Jalen Elliott because of his special teams. He's He's been really good at special teams. I mean, you just mentioned it, that Campbell doesn't believe any of these nickel corners could be special teams players, so I guess that's possible. Yeah. Yeah. All right, how was Bobby Price in special teams specifically? I don't know if you guys got an eye on that. Money means um, he's one of their top him. guys on special teams. He's actually he's one of their um, I think he's a let me pull it up. I forgot. I believe he's a gunner. Because that's another guy. I mean, he gives you corner safety and versatility, but he's an outside corner as well. So that doesn't really help the, the situation that we're that we're thinking right now with the nickel corner backup nickel corner. That's interesting. Um. Okay. So we talked about the defense. Talked about the receiving core. Talked about the running backs. Offensive line, I thought we had to see what we had. I thought we saw what we needed to see from the offensive yeah, line. Yeah, so Bobby Price is actually the starting gunner. Like, he's the gunner opposite of fourth. So he's probably a lock right now. You don't think C.J. Moore is that guy? C.J. Moore is the personal protector. Oh. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I think we have to put Bobby Price on our – on our predictions. So it was a fifth safety or six corner? Um, a DB, I guess, both, right? Yeah, either, either way. Yeah. But I, they moved him to corner, so I just put him in that corner for now. Okay. But it's going to be tough making that 53-man roster predictional. Okay. <laughs> I had him in my initial one, but I didn't, know, I didn't think about special teams today. So he, he might make it. Okay. Okay. Um, that makes it interesting. All right, let's go into special teams now. Um, let's go as far as kicking. Uh, Randy Bullock, Zane Gonzalez, you saw a little more today. Malcolm, did you see enough today? I saw one damn field goal. <laughs> and that field goal was from 28 yards. I didn't see a goddamn thing. I don't yeah. think anybody got to see a goddamn thing. I don't know. I still don't know who's our kicker. I think it's Bullock, but. You think it's Bullock? Yeah, Bullock didn't kick today. I mean, he didn't kick today. And, like, he was their guy in free agency, so I think they're going to roll with him. But, like like Josh said earlier on the show, there are some good kickers that could be waived. The Buccaneers kicker, the Ravens kicker, even traded. Yeah. I mean, if, if the one of those guys is legit, like, why not just trade, like, a seventh-round pick or whatever for them? Kickers are hard to find, man. And we have expected 10 to 11 picks next year. It could be the most picks in the NFL next year. Blind. Let's go. Let's go, man. So, yeah, so like trading a conditional seventh or whatever it is wouldn't hurt them. No, not at all. I mean, kickers sometimes in the draft go as early as – I mean, we saw as early one time it was a total bust. It was with Tampa Bay as well. Was it was the second round? round. A second oh, no, round. Second a, round a, Aguayo. Yeah. yeah, it was a second round pick. <laughs> what a disaster. Did, that he come, was, did he come from FSU? Yeah, Florida State. Oh, man. But he was money at Florida State, man. Aguayo, sure he was a beast was. at Florida State, but once he got to NFL, had zero confidence. Zero confidence. Lost that okay. quickly. I remember okay. he was on hard knocks, too. That didn't help his confidence. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, kickers could be drafted as early as, like, 
late day two, early day three. I've seen it. We've seen it multiple times. When did the Lions take Nate Freeze? Was that a fourth or fifth round pick as well, maybe? Seventh, seventh, sixth or seventh round pick, I believe. Okay, maybe, okay I was off. Maybe not Nate Freeze. Okay, discard that then. But we've seen kickers go early into the draft. So if there's, you know, it's an important position. you got to lock down because that, that's what can win or lose you games. I mean, you saw it in 2014 when the Lions had a really good team. If they have a, a good kicker versus the Bills week five, I mean, this is mm-hmm. all hypothetically the Lions win the division. Lions win the division. Sure do. So, right. Yes, indeed. And the Lions right now, I think the kick position, I think you could label it the most concerning position on this team but right now potentially, even more than receiver and more than linebacker. I really think you could list the kick position uh, as one I mean, of the more concerning ones. I, I, I listen because I haven't seen a goddamn thing. I don't even know. I, I haven't seen shit. I'm just going by what I'm what I'm reading. Oh, like, last year, yeah. When you're trying to like like offensively, you you need to score points. And these receivers just don't like I don't know how to say it, man. They're not They're, it. <laughs> it's probably the worst receivers room in the league. Yeah. Debatable. I mean who's who's better? Who's worse? Going into the season, there's, there's not really much. The Texans have Brandon Cooks. They have, I believe, Kenny Stills. They have like they have Nico Collins. They have some talent. I mean, you're, you're, I don't know. you're comparing a recycling into a garbage bin again. Yeah, like it's like Lions and Texans. I mean, after those, like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what you could it's say, bad. bro. <laughs> it's bad. I mean, you got Terrell Williams, you got Khalif Raymond, Amon Ross and Brown. No, no, the Colts are a lot better than ours. You can argue and say it is. Pittman, Campbell, Hilton. What has has Pittman done in the league? Pittman is just like Amon Ross and Brown. That is not true. That's not true, bro. Come on. What has Pittman done? Pittman was good last year towards the end of the year when he came off IR. Didn't he get, like, I think he only had, like, 400 yards? I mean, he was out for... Like seven weeks. He had a good playoff okay. game versus the Bills. I don't know. That's not fair. Not I fair think, right I think, now. I, I, think, I think he had a couple good games. Yeah, I mean, he did. I mean, he was out for a lot of the games last year. But I, I think he's a talented receiver. I think it's debatable. Oh, Zach I mean, Pascal is pretty good, too. Like, he's a solid okay. depth Is guy. it fair to say bottom three in the NFL? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as, of right, as of right now, yeah. But I yeah. think that's all going to change. I think that's all going to change by week six. Everybody's going to say by week six is like, man, I didn't know our receiving core is good. Yeah, we'll see about that. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to say, huh, I told you. <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully. Give it some time. Give I hope some that's, time. I hope that's right. Okay. We, we covered every position. We covered quarterbacks. We covered running backs. We covered receivers. covered offensive line, D-line, linebackers, safeties, corners, kickers. You guys got any punting battles right now? Is anyone competing with Jack Fox? No, no, no bro. come on. There's not really a second punter. What I, I want to bring man. up though, what I want to bring up though, is who's a guy who disappointed the hell out of you? Scott Daly. No, come on. Well, what, what, bro? bro he actually ran down the field on like a play, and he showed his athleticism. So Scott Daly disappointed me the most. I, I, I actually, I actually have a few players that disappointed me I have in this preseason. I got, no, I got one. I have a few, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna just bring them up. First guy I want to bring up is Sage Rock. He was oh, terrible. He was terrible. He's he's <laughs> I don't even think he's worth to bring on the practice squad. I honestly don't. He even has think zero catches. The, the man has zero catches in the preseason. He didn't have zero. He had a couple, I think. He had zip, zip, not a, not a. Look it up, man. He has nothing. Zero, I thought I could have sworn zero. He, he zero the hero. I know he had that he one get a damn bad catch. I know he had a one bad drop in that game. He had today. A many bad. He had many drops. He had a bad, bad drop did. in this game. Yeah, that drop was terrible, dude. It's, yeah, I mean, he he was. I think out of everybody, because I thought like, all right, out of the under, out of the um, undrafted free agents, I thought he was gonna be the guy that's gonna maybe be that guy that makes a roster. Yeah, he was the worst one. He was. He he played terrible. He played terrible. Disrespectful when, to the Golden State number. <laughs> he played awful. <laughs> Huge disappointment. Um, another guy I want to bring up is also in the wide receiving core. Was Bashar Pierman? Yeah, I was going to say that one. That was mine. That was yeah. yours. I'm sorry, man. I it think was a disappointment for me. He was just, he was just a disappointment for me as well. 
And I don't think he's going to make the team. Just He's just no. been disappointing, man. Yeah, he was not good, bro. Who else yeah, was disappointing for me? Do you have anyone else, Pierre? Um, Rashad Perriman was mainly mine. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Like, Let me think about this for a second. Uh, some, I mean, Tobias, like, we I don't want to say that. disappointing, but, like, there was plays at times where, like, the Lions had a sack or they had a tackle. Like, the, the other guy just broke it off. It's not a player, but it's necessarily, like, the tackling needs to get better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I that think, was with the second and third, third string team. I mean, I still, bro, that, that's, that's like, your depth. Like, yeah. That was our first team last week, though. I mean, that was bad. Really bad. Another play mm-hmm. is this play keeps haunting the Lions. You know that one play where they do like the play action quarterback rolls a little to the right and then just throws a tight end or the running yeah, back. Or running back. Yep. Yeah, that play. <laughs> that play kills the Lions, man. That play is a lion killer. They got to get that fixed, man. Kyle Shanahan, is, if, if he sees that on tape, you already know he's going to run that shit with George Kittle. You got to insert in Barnes or Kyle. You, put Barnes Jen, in there. you know what I mean? You, you put yeah. Barnes in there and that play shut down. No, what you have to do, Matt, we have to communicate on that play because they set a lot of picks on it, like natural picks on that play. And it's hard for the like the linebacker to run from all the other side of the field to the other, you know what I mean? To the other side. So yeah, I saw, saw, it's, it's, it's really hard to defend the that field. play. Uh, I'm going to say, last, last time they ran that play on Barnes, he, he stopped it instantly. He made, he, he, he shut yeah, it down. He did. He's fast, that's why. I don't know how Jamie Conte and Alex Lone will look with that play. We just haven't really seen them. Um, that's but that thing, that man. plays a line killer, bro. That that's the thing, man. Like I haven't seen much of um Collins and Alex. I just can't picture Alex being better than Barnes. I just I just I'm I'm just sitting back, I'm watching Barnes, I'm like, there's no way Alex is better than Barnes. It's I think I think there's gonna be a certain point during the season we're gonna say start Barnes. I feel like it's gonna I'm happen. already look at my Twitter. I already <laughs> put I put a hashtag Start Barnes now. Like it's gonna, today. It's, it's gonna get bigger though, like towards week three, week four. I could already tell you that. I just like is it possible that Alex is a better linebacker than than, than Barnes? Like well, I here's just, the thing with Anz alone. Like he's been in this scheme, he understands it. Like he knows Glenn's um Glenn's what do I call it? Glenn's uh like verbiage. He knows like he knows like what to do, where to go, and all that stuff. So that's why they have Anzalo because he just knows Glenn, and Glenn knows him. It's it's a comfort level. Once Barnes gets comfortable, I think it's Barnes' job to lose, though. Yeah, I'd say a player that disappointed me kind of in this preseason. It was really that Steelers game that did it for me. It was Jalen Reese Maven as far as the linebacker because I thought he had potential to be a good linebacker potentially, and maybe in coverage, but. But I just didn't think he, he he was really bad that week two versus Steelers. So I think he makes a team. I'm not concerned about that. I think he's still going to do his thing that we've always been used to. But I thought maybe we could see an upgrade at Jalen Reese maybe where he could be special teams and defense. Like a you know what I've been impressed with? So, like, I've seen the Lions change special team coordinators. They fit special teams unit. I haven't really seen a problem with special teams other than, like, missed kicks or whatever. Like, we haven't really, like, in practice, we haven't really seen a problem with coverage. We haven't seen a problem with, like, returns. I think I've returns could use better. I feel like we're not getting more than 20 yards. Well, the return. returner is not, the starting returner is not. In that the, is true. Why. That is true. That is true. Because, like, when Javon Leak was taking kicks last week, I mean, they, they were all bad, man. Every There's a reason why bad. he's not, he wasn't playing today. Well, he was not even on the team anymore, but, yeah. Yeah. yeah he, <laughs> he was, he, he was he one of the five cut. Yeah. But, like, it, it was, just wasn't good. So maybe when Khalif Raymond's back there, who we expect to be that guy, maybe it gets better, hopefully. Because Khalif Raymond's yeah. been a good power return in this league before. You think You think if Khalif Raymond's a, it's a number two receiver, you think he's still going to be the kick returner? Well, who do you put out there then? So does, like, this guy, I does think Jamar Jefferson? I think Amon Ra's the power returner, and I think Khalif Raymond's going to be the kick That's returner. That's You think so? Like, I don't know if I'd want to put arguably my best receiver as a returner. Well, who else is there? Um, I mean, teams do it. There's something that teams do. Yeah, but man, it's just it's, it's not. Like, I we, mean, we look at we look at Wilson Walker. He did it. Unless you want TK Aaron there, Tate. He did it. Stephon Diggs. He did it. I mean, those guys did it. You, you know, you can maybe it. put What's like with the rookie? if Godwin. Um, Igwai by UK makes it. 
Maybe um him. I don't know. Even Khalif mm-hmm. Raymond, man, that's your number two receiver, bro. Like that's how silly. But who do you that. put? <laughs> who do you put? Like I said, maybe a Godwin, yeah, yeah. by UK or yeah, Jamar like, Jefferson, or like, like TK who was shoot. the third guy in the camp. Else, Bolin's not going to make the team. We don't think. Uh, D'Angelo yeah, Lamos was not. one of the guys that was competing for that spot. He's not on the team anymore. Like, I mean, there's a lot of guys that were competing for that spot with the Raymond and. They're not on the team anymore. It's just Raymond now. Yeah. Or Bolden's still on the team, but, like, we don't think he'll be. No, I don't think he's making it. He just hasn't been good. No. So, I mean, it was unfortunate. He got overthrown, like, two times today when he had an opportunity deep. So, I don't know what he would have done with that, but he didn't get a good pass either one. But, overall, like, there's a – like, what do you do there? I don't know. Maybe it is Godwin, the former safety from Northwestern. I don't know what they do. Bro, just say Igwai by UK. It's not hard. (sighs) Igwai by – I'm not going to try it again. The former safety from Northwestern. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, if he makes a team, you guys can't call him that. It's, like, disrespectful, man. Why is it better better than completely butchering his name? Like, why – When when I get it, I'll I'll call his name, but it's not not happening right now. I can't get his name right now. It's just, I feel like it's more like if you're on TV, say name. like you're calling a game and you're like the former safety and not say his name. Like, call <laughs> his name. I can't say the name right now. Okay, here, here. Ig? I, I've tried. I've tried. It's not going to come out right now. Ig, why by UK? It's, yeah, like this is going to have to take some practice off here. God, we're not why by UK. I can't do it. Like, I feel like that's more yeah. disrespectful. That's yeah, more okay. my way. That's way we more can call him. We'll call him GI from now. Just call him GI. Like, we'll, like we'll, get, we'll get it. We'll get it by the next episode. Just, just give us time. We gotta. We gotta figure it out. You know, yeah. I have to do some practice. I gotta that's put myself like, in the mirror and say it a few times. It's kind of like how I got a halapute. You know, I had to. Yeah. I had to say it a few times. I had to get it a few times. It's gonna come. That's just, yeah. not happening right now. That's like Malcolm saying, "That's that's Like, like it doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah, that's that, more disrespectful. Yeah. In my opinion. That was really disrespectful. And if you yeah. and if he is hearing this, I am sorry. That yeah. was a. I just I tried I looked at it and I tried to say it and it just came out didn't didn't come out right or like if I, if I say my mouth okay. like heart like I can't say it like if I can't say it, like I feel that's more disrespectful I, yeah like, I'm sorry um, you're the former safety from Northwestern okay <laughs> like, I like that name um, I like that name a lot honestly yeah but um yeah I mean as far as the kick returner and punt returner. It's gonna be interesting who they end up going with because, like you mentioned, you know, uh, Raymond and and Amon Ra have Amon Ra was expected to have a big role in this offense, but Khalif Raymond was maybe not a guy we expected to have a big role in this offense, and now he's wide receiver too. So, you know, what and also what? has impressed me is the attacking scheme of this front. Um, they just go after the quarterback, and we've seen that. We've seen guys show their athleticism: Kevin Strong, Levi's a rookie, Aleem McNeil. Um, we haven't really seen Romeo Faro that much, but I feel like or when the season starts, or Trey, I feel like when the season starts, Romeo could be like a lot better than he's been with the previous staff. I really believe that. I think Trey Flowers it was well. good. I think Trey Flowers as well. I think I think this is gonna be a. I'm gonna call this early. I'm gonna call this early. Mm-hmm. I think Trey Flowers is gonna have a breakout season. Oh. Okay, I'm here for it. I'm not saying breakout like he's gonna have like 20 seconds. I'm not saying that. I think well, his, career high, his career high is like what eight, seven, seven and a half. Seconds? I think it's eight and a half. Eight, I want to say eight, eight, eight like and a half. All right, he's gonna have more than that this year. I could see yeah. maybe nine or possibly ten sacks. From okay. That's possible, year. bro. Like we've seen like the backups play. Like, we don't really see this, but the amount of pressure they've been generating, even from the edge, like yeah. Austin Bryant, Charles Harris. In the interior, literally everyone has generated pressure. Um, it's been nice to see. Like we haven't seen that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's beautiful. It's beautiful. This is the first time that I'm actually like, okay, our front seven is actually pretty, pretty solid. And you win football games. I'll say the front trenches. four, but yes, like this is it's a cliche, but you win football games in the trenches, and that's what Holmes did with these picks. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm actually confident with them. Yeah, I'm not too worried about them. It's more. When one thing got the defense, I'm looking more at like the secondary. I'm kind of like right, uh, but we'll see. They're, they're young, man. It's going to be a lot of growing pains for this team. They're not going to be that good, but this, as long as they kinda, develop, this learn. is an early question, and I already know my answer. But um, what do you guys feel about your boy Jeff Okuda? Like, is this is this the season that he becomes elite, 
or is he going to just be an okay corner, or do you see him just being a like where do you see Jeff Okuda being this year? I think he's going to be like really good, or like good, and then year three is when he takes that. You know how Darius Slay took that big ass leap, like became elite. I think he's going to be kind of like Slay. Slay struggled his rookie year, was good his second year, and his third year he just went off. So you think that he's going to be a like what top fifteen corner, top twenty, top corner? twenty, top fifteen, top twenty? Yeah. What about you, Tyler? I think, I think it's a big year for him. It's definitely a big year for him as far as his development. You know, I think he has the potential to be a really good corner. Um, as far as like a top ten corner, elite. I think we need see this to be the year that he'd be elite. We need to. I, I need to see a little more because we haven't seen enough from Akuda. I've heard everything about Akuda. I've seen what he could do in college. It's just now could he translate to the NFL, and that's going to be a big year for him. Obviously had the big uh-oh play last week versus Deontay Johnson, and that's going to happen over here and there. But, you know, limiting those plays as the season goes on because we can't have too many of those plays for Akuda. He can't have too many of those plays for where we drafted him and what the role we expect him to be. So right. I, I think he's going to be a good corner. As far as elite, I think that could be a process. And I think he has the potential to be elite. But as far as this year, I'm I'm not going to say he's going to be that elite corner. Um, where we drafted him to be. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't have much expectation for, for Jeff this year. Like I, I would say my expectations are obviously be better than your rookie season, which isn't a hard ask at all. <laughs> yeah, I think I, he yeah. definitely – I feel the same way. I think he's going to definitely improve from his last year performance. But, like, how I much think, is that, you know, because, like, he was terrible his rookie season. He was terrible. Do he – like – I think honestly, I feel like he's gonna struggle against those uh, those elite receivers. Like he I think the, against like the Adams and the other guys, like the, the the tough receivers. I think he's gonna struggle. Like I think the real question is is like, could we look at Jeff Okuda at, at the end of the season potentially? The early question, like you said, but could we look at Jeff Okuda at the end of the season and say that's a building block? We can build off Jeff Okuda. You feel and, like that has, and, I, and, I, and I'm still hesitant on that, honestly, right now, just from what we're seeing. You feel seeing. like that right, that right now? You don't, you don't feel like that right now? I'm hesitant. I think he – I'm, I'm leaning more towards yes, he will be that guy, more than a no, because I think it's so, still way too early to judge him and say that he's going to not be that guy. But I can't say confidently right now that he's going to be my future number one corner, as of today. Yeah. And I think, it, I think it's tough for him and it's unfair for him because – I think where he was drafted so high, because he was drafted so high, I think that's going to linger over his head. Yeah. No, nah, that's like, drafted. I don't, I think he drafted where he was supposed to go. Like, that's where I had him. I, I, I get you, but corners in general, they don't usually go with number three overall. So, I, I, like, when you're drafted at number the three overall. The problem is, though, with that draft, bro, like, you couldn't take a quarterback. Um, could There was only that. one other position. You, but, like, yeah, the way like, the board, you know, the way that Martha mandated whatever. Um, there was two players you could have taken, a defensive tackle or a cornerback, and they went with the cornerback. And, but what I'm saying is, like, when you draft a guy that high at three, you don't want a three-year proje- pro- pro- progression. You know, when, when a guy, I mean, I, unless he's like a quarterback, and, and even with a quarterback, you don't expect a three-year progression. For him to be like, all right, three years, that's when he's going to take off. Well, Malcolm, here's the thing for me, though, bro. Like, last year, the development he had was bad, and he played through multiple injuries, and he had, like, a disagreement with the staff, I think, about a groin surgery or if he should take it or not or whatever, get surgery or not, and I believe they don't want him to get surgery. And then once um, Campbell comes in, he he gets a surgery. So, also, there was no training camp last year. Uh, Oh, no, they had camp. My bad. There was no preseason. Yeah. Um, all that stuff factors in, man. And when you come off injury and they ask you right away to go cover Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, and yeah, you're going to get beat as a rookie and your confidence is shot right after that and you're playing while you're playing hurt. Like, it's just asking for a disaster, but no pass rush. All these things working against them. It, it is. And again, you, you, the last thing you said about us not having a pass rush is the reason why I said that we should probably shouldn't draft him right now because it was going to be a setup for Philly his first year because he does have a pass rush. But everybody was saying that he was going to come in and start and blow the world up and cover everybody and lock them down. Well, here's the thing. No one was good on the Lions defense last year except maybe nobody, Romeo Aquara. No, nobody, exactly. No, nobody was good, and I, I get it. But 
the, the point I make about Jeff Okuda is that I think he'd still be good. I'm not saying he'll be a bust. I'm just saying that because he was drafted so high, and I think that whole three overall is just gonna I think it's gonna linger over him because soon I think everybody's gonna come down. Soon everybody's gonna come down on him. That look, you're drafted high. I don't think he's gonna be like the coaching staff doing it, but I think it's more like the media, the fans and, the, and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's I, don't know. I don't think that it, I don't it, think that's it, fair to say right now. Let's see how he looks, and then we could say that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, and, it's, and, it's and I started, started. This con- I, yeah, and I started this conversation saying it, it's going to be unfair for him because of that. It's already so, started within the media and everything. So it, it, exactly, and 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 that's why that's why I was explaining that usually when you're drafted that high at three, you're not expecting a progression like this. And I get the first year was a disaster. I get it, injuries. You could say the coaching staff for clowns. I, I get that. But now you're like, all right, you drafted him number three overall. Corners don't go that high. He need. But who like, are you taking, bro? Like, who are you taking? You, you, you don't ask me this question because you already know who I'm taking. You want to say Derek Brown, but Derek Brown was like not really a position like that they wanted to invest in. They wanted a corner. They traded away Slay, so they wanted a corner. And and that's why that's why these guys are fired. That's why they have a job because you, you get a corner with no no pass rush, and then what happened? You have a disaster. That's why they, I think what was they, they don't up, have a job. I think what was messed up is when ownership basically made that thing. I think you should have just fired them then and then have a new regime come and just restart it. That could have happened. That, that could have happened. That's but, what should have happened. Um, but when, obviously, but, but, if Stafford asks Kyle, then you look at Herbert. Yeah. I mean, that could have happened, but nothing against Akuda, but drafting him a corner that high with no pass for us is a, is a disaster thing <laughs> to happen. Um, and that's why they they are where they are now. They they're not, they're not here. Um, but now I, they have a pass I, rush though. Well, like some now, have a now pass they have rush, a pass improved rush, pass rush, an improved pass rush. I don't want to say they have it yet, but yeah, it's improved. Yeah, I think it'll say, be at least middle of the league. It won't be like dead last. I'm not gonna say it, I'm not gonna say they're gonna have one until I see it. I'm not gonna go. I'm not putting my eggs all in the basket. I, I, I have to see it. And, th- and I say this all the time, either whether negative or positive. I have to see it. Are we gonna have a running game? Oh, shit, I don't know. I gotta see it. <laughs> What's gonna happen? I gotta see it. So I'm hoping right. that you know they they do have a pass rush. So far in preseason, they, their 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 scheme is looking like they they're able to get after the quarterback. And this is what the second and third year. So that yeah. that does excite me because the second and third team is able to get to the quarterback. I'm pretty sure our first team is gonna be able to get to the quarterback. At least I'm hoping our first team can get to the goddamn quarterback. So. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's obviously coming with first-team offensive lines as well, too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, and, you know, week one, Okuda has a big test. He's seeing Debo and IU. So those guys are really good. That's something I, That's something to see. Yeah. That's yeah. something to see. Yeah, and I'm, I look at Okuda more than just the draft position, too, where we took him at three. I look at it more as could he be a future piece. I think that's more important at the end of the day than living up to that number three status to me. And I think you will. I, I'm leaning more towards yes. I honestly believe he will. I'm so high on Okuda. I think he'll live up to his pace. He has the best coaches right now. He has Aubrey Pleasant, Perry Glenn, two great DB coaches. Um, Glenn's obviously right now the defensive coordinator, but it was a DB's coach with the Saints. He has, like, we think there's a pass rush. This scheme um, is more simpler for him. He doesn't have to think as much, right? For sure. So I just think. He's, he's going to be good, bro. Obviously, he's going to have some growing pains because he's also learning a new scheme at the same time, right? So, but. I just want, I, like, what I want to see out of Akuda this year doesn't necessarily have to be elite. I just want to see him and say that could be a core I've built off for the next few years. You know years. what I want to see? I want to see improvement as the weeks go on. Yeah. Like, maybe exactly. week one to week th- two, three, he might struggle. But if he's like week four, five, six, and so on, he's balling out. Well, we're going to okay. judge from like, we're, that's we're nice judging to the whole, see. Yeah, we're judging the whole 18 week yeah. season. That's I what want I want to see improvement the throughout the entire yeah. roster throughout weeks because these this this is a young team, man. This is a really young team. Yeah, yeah. I honestly, I honestly feel like he's gonna be he's gonna be he's gonna prove a lot from from last year. Um, for sure, for sure. I mean, I think. And the media has even said, like in practice, like he used to slip and fall all the time. Now he looks like he looks good. He looks smooth. Um, he's like he's actually taking rookies under his guidance. Like he's a leader already, and only in the second year. So, you like to see that. Like, everything is there. And when he's not playing, he's either talking to a rookie corners or talking to his coaches or talking to a receiver about what they did so I can fix it up. So, he's trying to get better. 
And yes. even in the off season before OTAs and training camp, he went um le- like learned the playbook with AP and AG. So that's and another positive ethic, with the, him. The work the work ethic is there. That, yes, that's, 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 is it, and is also there. like the the drive to be great is there as well. Like he knows he has to be better, and I think he will be a lot better too. Yeah, I mean, there's only one. There's only one way he could go up. He can go from last year. That's up. He can't. He can't. He can't get worse than than he did last year. So there's only one direction he can possibly go, which is up. So the, right. I mean, I'm 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 hoping that he becomes a really good corner. I want him. Yep. I want the lines to like teach him like how to press. Like we have big corners. If they learn how to press, like jam receivers at the line of scrimmage, that would be huge for this defense. Definitely, and you could have some guys shadow as well at some point. Absolutely. So, do you see? Do you see him shadowing this year? No, not maybe early like on. as the year goes on, but not like right away. No, not early on. Now, if you I ask think... me next year, I see him next year shadowing guys. Yeah, we'll take it week by week, and I think that's how you got to yeah, do yeah. With the NFL. Take yeah. it week by week, yeah, see we'll, how these we'll guys improve, it. and then we'll go from there. If there's like injuries, say like he's like the only starter in there, I could see him shadowing like. The best receiver. There's injuries. Also, it just depends. Yeah, like, I feel like, like throwing week by week. Yeah, if you're throwing like a five two Melifano or something like that in there, like even if it's like really early, let's say hopefully we don't have to get into the situation. But like if we throw off that throw a young rookie in there who's not ready to play, maybe you see more of a shadow from Akuda. Yeah. That's, that, that's we'll see. Uh, we'll we'll take that, a week by week where we start. To that, this is gonna be interesting because I want to see how our team's gonna play Jeff Akuda. Are they gonna pick on him like they did last year? I want to oh, see they're going to target see... him for sure. They're going to target him. I, I want to. I want. I want to see. I want to see what he's going to see, and it's going to see how how he steps up to the plate. How yeah, Kyle Shanahan is exactly. going to go at him. Like yeah. I already, I'll tell you this right now. Shanahan's going to target him. And how is he going to react? And he, and you know what yeah. Kyle Shanahan also going to do? He's going to attack. He's going to try to attack that running game. He's going to test the rookie Liam McNeil. Is this guy legit? We'll see. And Shanahan, Shanahan like keeps attacking a weakness until you fix it in a game. Exactly. Like he'll keep doing it and doing it and doing it. That's what I love about him. That's why he's the best coach in the NFL. Okay. <laughs> uh, one of the best. I don't know about the best. One of the he's best. My favorite, I'll say. So, my favorite coach that's in the fair. NFL. Yeah. All right. I think with that being said, I think that's a wrap, guys. Good episode, boys. I had fun. I had a lot of fun talking about the Me last preseason game. And we're going to get into one more 53-man prediction. So, we got to mm-hmm. narrow this Lions roster down. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about the 53-man roster after it's released. Mm-hmm. And... Is that the countdown, boys? Is that the countdown for real Lions football, regular season football breakdown? Yes, maybe yeah, another episode. We'll maybe another episode the Niners, Niners maybe another breakdown. Episode maybe, maybe another yeah. episode. Yeah. Never but, heard. like, maybe two, three more episodes before Lions breakdown? Ooh, I'm excited. I'm excited, yeah. dude. <laughs> oh, my God. And we also, we also have a special guest coming on, too. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. So, we won't spoil that right now. We won't spoil that right now. But. I'm excited, dude. I'm I'm a lot. I'm really excited. Me and Pierre are gonna be adding to Week One to Ford Field Lions Niners. That's gonna be fun. Man. Yes, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Malcolm, if you didn't have a wedding, you'd be there. So, yeah, don't remind me. Yeah, <laughs> we'll make it to a game at some point. Um, but I hope you guys all enjoyed this. Like we said, we will have about two to three more episodes before our breakdown Lions versus Niners. So stay tuned for all those. Well, I'm all updated on our Twitter and on our Instagram. So stay tuned yeah. for that for sure. And with that, I'm out, guys. Peace. Five-star reviews. Please. All right, guys. I'm out.